1: welcome welcome happy new year from washington dc i spent uh good part of the last week booking all my flights for the first quarter i southwest is gonna be happy they got 11 flights for me um (laughs) different cities (laughs) so um we have a really cool guest uh this is unique. I, I'm definitely doing the Larry King today. Larry King does not talk to his guests before a show does not read anything about them does not do any internet and I'm pretty close to that. And I have quite a gift on this show. So Justin Breen. Um, so happy to have you on the show. I we're gonna have a crazy show for a crazy year. And hmm. this is my sixth year of doing this. And I have to say, I don't recall any year starting with me meeting someone that I know so little about. So I'm, I'm excited about being really, brutally vulnerable here and find out what i can learn and create a better year with you as a friend and also a better year for our audience i had Hmm. a i had a weird year uh start because uh, we went to boy scouts up in pennsylvania and you drive three hours with traffic and everything to get to this fort tuscahoe and i think that's like that's got to be a joke there somewhere but uh but we drove Hmm. three hours and my son told me from the beginning of the trip i have a sore throat and then uh he really told me he had sore throat when we got out and it was twenty six degrees and we had to walk a mile to the cabin. So mm-hmm. I I called uh I called the den leader and said, What what do you think? And he says, You don't want to bring your son in here because we're in a cabin for the next two days. If he gets everyone sick, they're gonna be pissed at you. So I got to drive three hours back. So that was my Friday. And uh Saturday, um I didn't know what to do. So I didn't have your book to read either. How many books have you written, Justin? Uh two. Two. Um have you- have you ever been in a show where they haven't read both of your books? Oh yeah, yeah, many, many. Okay, well, I pride myself on not letting anyone through the filter without reading their book. And now I do the Larry King for everything else. I don't want to. I don't want to know very much about you before the show because I want to. I want to learn it raw, mm-hmm. like you said. But uh, here's here's the deal. In the first part of the show, I want to talk about you. In the second part of the show, I want to talk about your intelligence, your intellect, how how your how the audience can glean from your your books and also what you speak about. How about that? Whatever you want to talk about is fine with me. Okay. So um, first thing I want to talk about is who are you? So uh, can you tell me where you were born and and what your childhood was like and what defining moment happened that caused it to be who you are now?
2: Well, um, I I only do two things. One, spend time with my family. Uh, Wife is a a pediatrician and COO of a second company, which is Brepic Network. And then we have two sons. Jake and Chase—they're eleven and nine. Uh, They're both nine. Quick start visionary. Uh, They're bigger visionaries than I am. They're both unemployable. Um, And so I either hang out with them or or, uh, spend my time connecting visionaries to serve humanity. Um, So not humans, not business owners, not consultants—just pure visionaries changing the world. Um, And then you're either born someone like that or you're not. I was—I was just born to be this person. Born in the northern suburbs of uh, Chicago. When I was born, my dad was sixty-one and my mom was twenty-seven, and uh, and uh, they met after a drunk driver hit my dad, and drunk driver was killed. My dad broke every bone in his body and survived. And then my mom was his nurse. So um, I just don't believe in randomness. Things are meant to be. And dad was a World War II hero, shot down multiple times in combat, many times without a parachute, got back into a plane, and my mom. Uh, has more hustle than anyone I've ever met. So I'm just the combination of that.
1: So you said in the very beginning, you said people aren't born with it, but in a way you just said they kind of are born with the influence of it. though.
2: you're either born, you're either born top visionary or you're not. Um, I strongly feel like most people would choose to do what they like to do and what they're good at and make as much money as they want to and hang out with a certain type of person and see their family whenever they want to. But Therefore, all my brain does is, you know, talk to the World Stop visionaries. Most of them, not all, but most of them have ADD or ADHD. Um, they're all over the place. They just ramble. Um, it's not a disorder. It's not a disorder. It's a sign of genius uh, mislabeled <clears> by humans. And then my brain uh, hears blah, 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 and then simplifies it into patterns. That's just what it does. Um, so there are four things that separate visionaries from from everyone else. So, four things are bankruptcy or potential bankruptcy, two, depression, three, highest level of anxiety. You can imagine four uh, likely and or possible traumatic experiences as a child or young adult. So, for humans, business owners, consultants, those are excuses, and then for a visionary, figure it out, that's the fuel. So, most people, they don't have the, you know, they don't have the IQ or EQ to, uh, to use those as fuel, they use them as excuses. And what a true visionary is—they're the most damaged person. The most almost everyone I talk to is at least three of those four things. The really successful ones are usually all four, Um, and then they have the highest IQ, EQ, best coping skills. Yeah, logical.
1: Okay, so the show's a wrap. We are. It was nice having. We're done. (laughs) So I do. I do actually. It does bring up a couple more questions. Fortunately, (laughs) I mean I'm wiping my my brow. Okay, so number one is. uh, Do you have ADD? No.
2: There are four types of visionaries. One, ADD, that's 90% of the people I talk to. Two, minor Asperger's. My wife, who is a doctor, has unofficially diagnosed me with that. Three is dyslexia. 30% of high-performing entrepreneurs have dyslexia. Um, I looked at your website. There are a ton of misspelling or spelling errors, so I would not be surprised if you had dyslexia or the person who did your website had dyslexia. Uh, and then four, high IQ, EQ.
1: So regular. We, we, yeah. we only hire website. People have dyslexia. Right. We, we care about showing that I have it.
2: Right. Makes sense. So, so you do have dyslexia. So if, if you don't, or if you do, but that makes sense. Because again, when you know the answer, the pattern, here's the pattern answer, focus on the pattern answer, and then ignore uh, the non-answer, non-pattern. So I just focus on my family and then connecting visionaries to serve humanity and then just create a Companies that are based on that purpose, you, that pattern.
1: You've done a lot of shows, yes. And um, your body language says it. <clears throat> you're,
2: uh, you're 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 looking. So you look, and I never look at the screen. I'm always looking around because I don't. I'm not a physical space person. I just I think in space, like in
1: the air. That part. That part is a, a little cue, but that wasn't really the cue. The cue was that um, you are. In almost unconscious comfortability, like you're you're just hundred percent, hundred percent, right. And what I want to do is is not disrupt that from a standpoint of disrespect, but I want to disrupt it from a standpoint of a gift. Okay, right. I I would like this show to be a show that you either in the show where you look at me, you say, "Okay, you got my attention." This you've is done it. that already. Have I? All, All, right. Right. All right. Okay. Well. I wanted to ask you about your kids and i wanted to ask about my my son based on the little that you know of me we kind of are the same in in fatherhood so i I raised my son as a game changer and why wouldn't you do that why wouldn't i right and so the the question is if i didn't raise him that way would he be that way don't think about that okay don't think about that okay no i love your word unemployable um my dad was the complete antithesis of that army brat Yep, you got it. (laughs) It's like um, you got inside my head, but you're just very good. I'm already
2: in your side your head. I know. So here's what happens. I've never met you. But so all I do is talk to the world's top visionaries. I don't talk to humans. That's annoying to me. It's boring. Um, I can't help them because they're not, they don't, they don't understand this. They never will. So what I hear multiple times a week, if not, mul- you know, at least once a day is you understand me better than I understand myself. I'm like, well, that's because all I do is talk to people like you and people like you usually don't talk to people like you. You talk to small business owners or humans and try to help them, which is fine. That's great. I think that's wonderful. So all I do is connect people like you to people like you because you, people like you help everyone else. I just think about my family and, and visionaries. Um, that's all I ever think about.
1: Well, I don't want to hop to this question yet, but I do want to hop to this question right now. So here we go. How did, how did you learn that superpower?
2: You're either born, like born. so people are born with certain things. Most people don't use them because they make excuses. So, and then again, people like us are usually aliens within our own family community and verticals. The only people who understand us are top entrepreneurs on planet. Um, so I spent most of my life talking like this and people would just stare but a true visionary never stops, ever. They never stop. Right. And then you just keep doing this, and then you realize eventually the only people – under well, this is in my case, but the only people who understand you are top visionaries on the planet.
1: And then they love talking like this. So my audience, is uh, I would describe as people that want to be
2: – No, uh, wrong answer. You okay. either can do this or you can – my dad was shot down multiple times in World War II, many times without a parachute, got back into a plane. Came from nothing, came from nothing, became an attorney in Nuremberg trials. Met my mom after a drunk driver, hit him head on. You either can do this or you cannot do this. There's no, there's, you ha- there's no
1: Yoda. There's no Yoda here.
2: No. Why would there be? That's what separates. No, 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 no. You can be a small business owner. You can be a consultant, be an employee, but global, true global visionary. No, 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 no. That's what separates them.
1: Okay, so let's let's uh, talk about raising a, a visionary then. Okay, so you you're so excited you you just met somebody they're kind of they're aligned with you and they want to have kids and you mm-hmm. want to have unemployable kids. This is a <laughs> conversation, right? <laughs> That's what I wanted. I wanted to I wanted that to happen. So good. <laughs> Great. So, h- how do you raise an unemployable visionary?
2: Yeah, you marry stabilizing human first. You people like us usually marry stabilizing humans. And um um I don't know if you're a football fan. Um this is this is how I think of it. Um I'm so, soccer that helps. Okay. Whatever. All right. So soccer, uh world football. We'll just say world football. No, the um so um Jim and John Harbaugh arguably the two best coaches in football right now and their brother mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. So for those who don't know, I'm going to be a relater. Here. I'm a Raven fan, so I better know. Great.
2: Okay, good. So you got John, coach of the Ravens They're I would not be surprised if they won the Super Bowl. Jim, his brother, they faced each other in the Super Bowl. Now Jim is in the national championship game um, with Michigan. Uh, so most people know them. Most people know their dad, Jack, was a coach, but Jack was the greatest. I mean, he was, he just was, it just wasn't, you know as well known, but he was a great coach. And, uh, I don't know his age. I'm guessing he's in his seventies, late seventies. That's just a guess. Um, I look at myself as Jack Harbaugh and then our sons are Jim and John. I mean, they're not literally Jim and John, they're Jake and Chase, but that's what I look at them. And then, um, um, uh, like living life, like actual physical body. Uh, we're not here that long. So I see myself as a bridge between the lessons my father and mom, who's my mom's still alive. My dad died when I was 13. He'd be 100, 107 now, uh, almost 108. But um, so, and then their families. I look at myself as a lesson bridge between them and then my children. And then more importantly, my children's children, their children, their children. children.
1: What,
2: what oh, so, that what's that? was your dad's name? Mike. Mike. Yeah. So our oldest uh, son, Jake, his middle name is Michael. So he's named after him. Pure visionary. Pure visionary. Uh, and then the nine-year-old's already talking about taking over both companies. Um, uh, and he's got whatever my brain is with my wife's uh, high IQ pediatrician harmony integrator brain. Um, so it's really interesting to see what both of them will do.
1: I agree. I agree. How'd they pick your name, Justin?
2: Yeah, so no one's asked me that. Um, um, So my dad was, uh, as I said, an attorney in Nazi war crime Nuremberg trials after um, uh, nearly dying many, many times uh, in World War II. And then um, we have a bunch of uh, uh, concentration camp. I know you got called a Nazi when you were a kid. (laughs) Or adult, which is interesting. A kid, when you got kid, and and another another N word that I'm never gonna say, but you were called that as well, which is um, really interesting, actually. But that's why you're a visionary because you don't (laughs) you have the coping skills to deal with that. But the um 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 so uh, my dad, uh, I'll give you the the high fact finder answer to that question. So he was born in 1916, so survived World War One, Spanish flu, uh, depression. Uh, you know, World War II, Korea, Nazi war crimes. His best friend was killed in a mafia. Um, if you've seen the movie Casino, one of the characters in that, the real life version of that was my dad's best friend. Wow. So he survived all that and then was grateful to be alive and then meet my mom after a drunk driver nearly killed him. Um, and then so he got all that wisdom. And then he named me, well, my parents did, but it was I think... I'm sure it was my dad's choice but they named me Justin because he wanted me to be a uh, chief justice of a supreme court which I would have been the worst chief justice of the supreme court ever cuz those people take way <clears> too long to make a decision and I don't and I'd be the worst lawyer of all time but the um but justice is something I strongly do believe in um, and then visionaries have their own justice system it's called no excuses um, if you don't make excuses then it's Justice, justice will prevail. And then uh, just in time, uh, I was a journalist for 20 years before starting first company. So just in time, I think was very apropos. Um, And then again, lessons, right? Like I would say my wife does 99% of the parenting because she knows how to, you know, she's a pediatrician. She's good at raising children and they're understanding them. And then, but it was very important for me to name them. Very important for me to name them because um, there's a lot of power in a name, and it stays really? with you your whole life. And uh, so, Jake, very strong name. That's our oldest, uh, oldest son. Very strong, very strong. And then Chase, literally, uh, <clears throat> uh, his name Hassan. That it means strong. Literally, Chase, strong. So,
1: hmm. yeah. and your hat says abundance. Yeah, yeah. Favorite hat.
2: Yeah, well, if you can see the dogs have tried to make it my non-favorite hat by eating it, but I will, um, uh, this is a funny story, so um, <laughs> this is funny. I guess this will make maybe help the audience understand, my. Uh, I guess, what I think is important. So uh, I have no financial background. I don't really care about that stuff. So one of my friends, but I do like to talk to visionaries and connect them. So one of my friends is a visionary, and he's on the board of NASDAQ, and so... So he invited me uh, to ring the bell, the NASDAQ bell, uh, in about a month, less than a month, actually. Really? So I'm going to New York. Yeah, right. Well, that's what happens when you connect visionaries to surf humanity. Visionaries want to. And then so, so the only question I asked him, I go, can I wear this hat? <laughs> he said, yes. <laughs> can I wear this hat and this shirt for those who can see it? I'm like, yep. So what's the shirt? Like, what's the shirt say? Oh, uh, that's the my company. Well, the second it's not my company. It's, it's one I helped start, but it's called Brepic Network. So, what does it do? Uh, connect visionaries to serve humanity.
1: Yeah. Damn, you're very consistent with this.
2: Less is more. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. So, I want to share something with you. Uh, so, you are one of my first guests, and I've had—I I don't know—somewhere around 500 or so. So, um, you're my first guest. I feel like I'm on your show instead of you're on mine. So, just want to.
2: Thank happens you. every day. It happens every day. You're welcome.
1: So, yeah. so, uh, so I want to show you something though that.
2: Uh, not, do I have to look at it?
1: You do. Please.
2: Okay. Hold on.
1: Go ahead. Okay. So this is I'm a sharing screen. Now this has to do with the uh, the mantra of no excuses that you said visionaries have. Right. Mm-hmm. No excuses. Okay. So I, my son, my son, age, my son at age six uh, had to memorize this in order for me to do a book called "Be the Smartest Kid in the Room," and he had to memorize this piece right here. And in the center of the piece, it says, excuses are for yeah. losers. Right. And when he memorized this, I told him the only reason I'm really having to memorize is that line, excuses are for losers. Yeah. Well, that's, that's all he needs to know. That's all he needs to know.
2: All that's this it. other stuff is, yeah, less is more.
1: Right. <laughs> you, you got it. Um, I, I do like the first line, though. Face it, nobody owes you a living. I do like that line. Fine. And... And I do like the finish. Well,
2: but you have ADD. So you liked a lot of, you know, that's so that. So this is a perfect example. So I talk to people like you, visionaries. Most visionaries do have ADD. Again, it's not a disorder. So they list all this stuff and I just eliminate the stuff <laughs> I don't really care about. And excuses are for losers. And by the way, I don't necessarily like um, like winner loser to me. I don't think it's fair. I just don't think most people have the capacity. They don't. They don't. Because if they did, they would not make excuses. But most people don't. They're not. That's what I mean. You're either born with the ability to not make excuses or you're not. I just... Because if you were if you were born to not make excuses, then you would not make excuses.
1: So when did you learn that uh, the visionary path and the visionary connection path was yours?
2: <clears throat> well... um, I mean, I was always talking like this. I didn't, um, so started first company in 2017, uh, after job salary was cut in half, couldn't find a job, uh, incorporated six days after turning 40, um, with zero business background, zero. Like I don't, that's, I don't, that's not important to me. Um, and then while I was working full-time as a journalist at half the salary, uh, Reached out to five thousand people to find first five clients. So most people they're not they're not wired like that. I mean, if they were, they would do that, but they're not. Um, and then got the fifth client. Um, um, and
1: then so then resigned so the next day. So for the client, uh, what were you doing for the client?
2: well so at the first company i was a journalist for 20 years and created entire business based on how pr firms annoyed me for 20 years i don't i don't actually know what pr firms do they just bothered me um and then for the first six weeks i was you know i had a because i was a journalist had a large following so i was reaching out to basically you know well most of them uh while i was working full-time and i was just basically offering anything that I guess a traditional PR firm would do um, anything, social media, press releases, even though created company based on how press releases annoyed me, but I didn't know what I was doing. So uh, the reason why it was five clients because that uh, amount of money per month uh, equaled what I had been making as a journalist before the the salary was cut in half. So it gave me enough runway.
1: Um, Did, Did your journalism lead you into wanting to know more about visionaries? Great
2: question. So there was one group of people who understood somewhat, somewhat um, this type of communication. When I was, and I was an entrepreneur who happened to be a journalist. I was, I never understood negative news or political stuff. I never understood that. That's typical journalism. I just like to talk to visionaries and then connect them. That's what I was doing through journalism. It was just for a, a news site. It wasn't for the. Actual person or the community, um, and then um, so I gravitated to toward those people who like never made an excuse, like ever, like
1: <laughs> so. It was like unconscious. Who's your uh, favorite visionary you've met? Well, um, man, that's a. T- I mean, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll give you some leeway here. You can you can name drop a couple and just say why you liked them. That that's cool too.
2: Well. Um, certainly my dad, uh, um, he would say every day that chapter one of epic life is the cream rises to the top. There are excerpts of his diary from the battle of the hurricane forest toward the end of world war II. in that. Um, I mean, if you've read man search for meaning Victor Frankl, it's not that bad, but it's pretty close to that in terms of horrific events. Um, never an excuse. Um, so for sure, uh, really, uh, Babs Smith, um, most people know Babs as the co-founder and wife of uh, Dan Sullivan, who co-founded Strategic Coach. I like Babs because without she's the she's the backstage genius who helped build that into one of the top entrepreneurial groups in the world. I'm very confident saying that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dan's a genius. He's a 10 quick start. Babs is a genius, really high IQ. She's a nine quick start. I just like how she... Really built the company and then recognized genius. Um, it's a skill to recognize genius as well and to recognize who's a visionary. And then certainly, Dr. Peter Diamandis. Um, very grateful. He wrote the foreword for Epic
1: Epic Life. He's one of the top visionaries in the world. Expert. So you have you have Epic Life. And you have Epic Happiness. Epic right?
2: business. Epic
1: business. Yeah. Epic, epic business. Okay. Epic yep. business. Epic life is the next one. Uh, epic something.
2: Uh, whenever I write a third book, it'll either be like Epic network or Epic family or something
1: like that. Well, because it, it seems like a beautiful trilogy. Um, you, some yeah. kind of triangle that you form. Right. 100%. So, uh, so literally uh, I, I can't think of an exception. I always get a book before a show and I do actually read it for at least an hour. So I have something I can say, I like this part of the book. And so when I asked you before the show started, if you'd send me the books, was that like a pain in the ass uh, question to ask? Yep. It was, I think, I figured it was. So uh, so I should buy them off Amazon and then mail them to you and you'll sign them?
2: I, that would be, I would appreciate that.
1: I'll do it. I'll do it. Because see, I picked that up. That was too easy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
2: You're a high, um, your intuition is... Um, uh, if you go to IamDriven.com, Dr. Doug Brackman, who's also a great visionary, he wrote the book Driven. Yes. About- okay, so he's he's become a good friend of mine. He's a he's a genius. I was on his show, and he was very confused by my brain. He's never seen a brain like mine. Um, that That's what he said, so I'm like, oh, thanks. But there, he has a free uh, assessment at IamDriven.com where uh, your intuition's off the charts. I can hear it you can hear my intuition off the charts yes so i can. can hear our own intuition off the charts and then we can just into it into it into it yeah it's just so yeah, weird that,
1: it's just so <laughs> weird that one of the pre, uh, prerequisites again on the show is hey if you have a book send it so ken can actually read it and so somehow it didn't happen and i never have to ask for a book because the book's already done with the producers no. so when i asked you i could tell by the way you answered i said
2: yeah that's <laughs> a waste of time <laughs> if someone really wants the book they can pay like well it's really interesting um it's just an inconvenience. Like,
1: well, you want to hear something funny? I'd rather PayPal you the money so that Jeff Bezos doesn't get the money. You get all of it. And then you nah, say, it. nah, that's
2: too confused. That's too confused. I just want the answer. Ladies. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. So you, uh, you have me taking a uh, two tests. The uh, the audience is not privy. I don't know. have
2: you doing anything you can do. That's your decision. I recommend like the, I see the world, the numbers, in keywords, because um, then it's in uh, like, I think I literally think the smartest people on the planet are the folks that set the odds in Vegas, the betting lines. I'm, I'm not kidding about that. They are because the sm- they're there's they're geniuses. And then I look at Colby as a way to um, set the odds because a true visionary is almost always a high quick start.
1: It's like, OK, so of- let me let me say the word that was missing and let me say the word that was uh, um, assumed by me. OK, so the, the word is I'm inspired by you. OK, I'm inspired by you. I'm inspired by your intellect. I'm inspired by your ability to understand humans, especially your... Not humans. Actually, you do. You do. I think you do. Because you can't relate to them, but you understand them. I think you do. Fair enough. Okay. But the word that I left out is I said, you have me taking two tests. And you said, no, I don't have you. You choose. And I want you to choose. So the word was missing was, you have me inspired to take two.
0: Oh,
2: different.
1: And, and it's because the word is inspired is already that you're on my show. I'm very excited about what I would glean and learn from Great. you.
2: Great. So you perspired because you wiped your brow. Now you're inspired. Great.
1: <laughs> and we'll Hopefully see. you
2: don't expire.
1: Well, okay. I don't want to expire. Okay. And I want to, yes. And I want to aspire to be better.
2: Right. Every every visionary always wants to aspire to be better.
1: So uh, the, other, the other test for uh, you humans out there and <laughs> I will just say, I will just say aspiring visionaries because I do believe that you can aspire to anything. Um, That's because
2: you're an empath.
1: Yes. Uh, so, I am was one, and Colby was uh, the first thing that uh, Justin asked me. And Justin said, So, what just uh, do you know about Colby? And I said, I've heard of it, and I had, and I had not taken the score. So, I'm, I have Colby.com ready to go. I now have to get Amazon. A com-
2: index, it's the A index, Colby.com. A-
1: Colby, okay, and then you said you have a score of eight six seven one.
2: Yes, if you meet another eight six seven one, I'd like to meet them. I never have met one.
1: Well, probably never will. Yeah. Since that is something you'd like, I will, I will do my best.
2: I would say zero point zero 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 one percent chance of ever meeting. I've never met. Most people I talk to are in the three three nine three range. That is pure ADD in human world. And maybe you're right. I do, I do understand humans because they're not three three nine threes. 3 9 3s But in, in my world, that's like the average score. And then a 10 quick start. A 10 quick start is 1 out of 200 humans. In my world, it's like 1 out of 8, 1 out of 9.
1: Yeah. yeah. So the quick start, what number is that?
2: That's the third number. So uh, I'm a 7. Um, most visionaries are usually an 8, 9, or 10.
1: So, uh, would you mind going over that one more time? in eight, six, seven, one. Where those four numbers mean?
2: Yes. Okay, you're a high fact finder. Okay, so eight. I'm a high fact finder. Uh, the highest is ten, lowest is one. So I'm an eight. My wife is also an eight. So we have very long, meaningful conversations. Very meaningful. The second number is a six. That's follow through for a visionary. I have astronomically high follow through. Most visionaries are three or four. They if they don't hire employees or humans, disaster. Um, they have ADD, so no follow through. Um, so mine, mine for visionaries, like off the charts. Um, a seven is the next one. That's my quick start. That's actually lower than most visionaries. Um, I'm guessing you're a nine. I don't think you're a ten. You might be a ten, but I think you're a nine.
1: It couldn't be a ten because only is two one digit, right?
2: Well, there's a big a ten can either be. Um, so Dan Sullivan's a ten. Um. My wife and I are going to Necker Island next week. That's where Sir Richard Branson lives. I would guess he is a 10. I'll ask him when I see him. I, I would guess he's a 10. So you can either be someone like that or a sociopath. There's no, because there are no breaks with a 10 quick start. Yep. Um, and then, uh, so I'd guess you're a nine. I think you have some breaks. Um, and then the last number I'm a one, uh, I, that's implementer. It's not executing on anything. In, in this case, it's using your hands. Hold on. So, like, I'd be a zero if that existed, but here's how I hold a pencil or a pen. I can't, like, I don't, I never look at the screen, even though you, you made me do it when you shared the screen, but I see. It, I didn't made you, make you, I inspired you to. <clears throat> no, you made me do it. I wasn't inspired to do that. You made me do it. I was not inspired to look at the screen. I don't okay, like
1: So, it. give me an example again of one implement. Uh, so, I understand the pencil or the pen. What is what's
2: uh, Okay. Good, good. So, uh, my, Well, they're old now, but um, when they were younger, they're like, put on my bike helmet. Dad, no. Can you tie my shoes? No.
1: Okay. Got you it. Got it. With me. No. Well, guess what, Justin? We're going to break. We spun through uh, 27 minutes pretty quick. I want to come back and talk about Epic Life and Epic Business. And, okay. and actually, I want to integrate Epic Happiness just to throw a curveball in if it's okay. Yeah, that's perfect. All right, you're awesome. By the way, I'm I'm really glad to have you on my show. I'm very very grateful. We'll be back in two minutes. It's Ken Roshan and the Amplified, Perfect Publishing. Our lovely Jess Bernard, the angel in the sky looking down upon us, and uh, we have an epic second half. We'll see you in a minute.
0: America at facebook.com forward slash voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts.
1: The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses
0: gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. We also would love to hear from you via email. To info at the umbrellasyndicate.com. Now back to Amplify.
1: All right, we're back. This is Ken Rashawn, second half, the big half with Justin Breen. And he has epic life, epic business, and we're gonna be taking a deep dive there. I was gonna do a cliffhanger, but we were so far over time for the first uh, half. I didn't I didn't say it. But I wanted to tell you what my my guess was for my Colby score. And okay. and by the way, thank you. You broke down that score so beautifully. I was able to really, really, I guess, feel confident that I got a number. Have
2: you done your IQ before?
1: I have long time ago. Do you remember the number? I believe it was in the high 130s.
2: Oh, so you're, that makes, okay. So um, I thought you'd be in the 150s because um, you're good at building funnels. Um, But so the high, I'll, I'll, Put it in the chat and you can. Well,
1: I've always been called a dumb funnel guy.
2: Oh, well, real? Are you being serious?
1: I am not. I'm not being serious. Oh,
2: OK, because sure. that would be that would be interesting. But um, good joke. But the uh, the uh, uh, simplified IQ and then the high one thirties are um, bridges. Uh, my wife and I are both one thirty nine and then genius is uh, one forty. Um,
1: <laughs> my, uh, my grandmother was a menza. She was one sixty five.
2: Right. And those that when you get over 160, that's a tough, that's a real tough life. Many
1: yeah. In, in crazy, uh, she had zero common sense, zero. Well, right. That's, I just, so here,
2: I put it in the chat, simplified IQ. There you go.
1: Thank so, you, sir. So um, can I, uh, would you uh, let me, would you indulge me and let me share this score? I think I'm going to get that I will report uh, in truth next week, but I'll report it to you privately. Your Colby score? Yes. Go ahead. I think it's 7894.
2: Impossible. You know, okay you'd explode and you can't that's impossible no, that's no, impossible zero okay. chance okay
1: no you would you would blow up and you but you guessed me at a 5393 is that correct yeah there's no way you're you no. you would you would be. so would, so in other words um so in other words my follow-through score is through the roof even though my follow-through is great it's because of no you've system. learned
2: follow through you've learned follow-through and high iq there's no way there's no right. no that's an you
1: know, impossible I, I, score. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. So, you gave me a 5393. Three. So, yeah. that is your prediction. And my prediction's uh, already admittedly off. Your
2: prediction's impossible. If impossible. you're, it's impossible.
1: impossible. And, and by the way, here's the thing though, Justin. If I take the Colby score and I blow up, then I actually might have had the score.
2: Correct. And that would be a good story.
1: <laughs> All right. So, um, who's a visionary you want to meet you haven't met?
2: Great question. There are three people. um, There are three people that I find endlessly fascinating for various reasons. One, because this will directly answer your question. I'd like to meet him. Definitely be on his show, James Altucher. I've talked to him many times. What I like about him, I've talked to him uh, on um, Facebook and stuff. He's a great visionary. He's incredibly vulnerable, and um, um, he just really does a good job of talking about the highs and lows of entrepreneurship. So that's for sure James Altucher. He's a genius. He looks like a mad scientist. Mad scientist. Awesome. It's like a modern-day Albert Einstein. Two, Howard Stern, just because I think he's the best interviewer on the planet. Um, I enjoy how his brain works. Um, I don't necessarily agree with how he communicates with that, but I do think he's a genius interviewer. And then Matt Bellamy is the lead uh, of the band Muse, and I think he's the best musician on the planet and one of the best singers. I mean, the guy, what he does with music, he's just a visionary who happens to be a musician.
1: (laughs) So it's really interesting. When did you decide to write Epic Life? Yeah. Um. Decide right. Um,
2: so all right, quick is, what was your reason? Yeah, so um, all I do is talk to top visionaries on planet or those that will, uh, will do what it takes to become that. Um, they'll just do it. Um, and then I talk to one to two of those folks every single week that have let entrepreneur life destroy their family life or prevented them from having a family. So I'm like, well, that don't do that. Uh, <laughs> So the book's how to build collaborative epic life is how to build collaborative global companies while putting your loved ones first. So that's why that's why I wrote it. You don't have to destroy it. your family. In fact, family is collaborative in a visionary journey with spouse, children,
1: etc. Uh without giving away the store, um one or two nuggets from that book that they really need to know.
2: Well, life is about patterns. Um Life is about understanding the patterns, more importantly, creating your own patterns when you learn those patterns, creating your own. Um, My two favorite patterns are uh, right mindset attracts right network, creates right opportunities. So right mindset attracts right network, creates right opportunities. So you're either born a visionary or not. I'm convinced of that. But if you are, you can work on your mindset every day. And then two. Two, uh, I keep making bigger investments to be in smaller rooms, but the people in those rooms are making bigger impact. That allows me to spend biggest investment in smallest room, which is my family, where I can make the most impact. And then that's the pattern. Then you create your own small room, big investment, biggest impact. And then that room continues to get bigger and bigger with bigger investments, bigger impact.
1: You said you had uh, six ones uh, since the pandemic. Care to share any of those amazing people
2: well i don't want to give names because they get vulnerable and personable um okay. but That's one of it. the more recent ones um he's an a quick visionary had a huge exit huge exit he's probably i didn't ask his age but i would guess late 30s early 40s uh he has uh a ton of land in the continental united states uh He's like the silent person that owns the land, and that land is becoming a very large, uh, how do I say this, uh, hmm. a, 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 a Mecca, a, a tourist destination, the land. So he owns all the land.
1: Okay. And uh,
2: six children. He has six children. And then at the end, uh, he told me his wife has cancer uh, of our meeting.
1: Um, hmm. Okay. Three three names here. Um, comment or com- don't comment on as many as, as you wish. Ready? Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Malcolm Gladwell. Yes. Comment on what you think of them as visionaries or as a. Uh, very damaged. Very damaged. Okay. And all visionaries.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. The Yeah. So what a visionary is that again, they're the most damaged person with the best coping skills. Those are the most, most, most damaged with the very highest IQ, EQ. Um, um I would guess all of their IQs are at least 160, at least high 150s. And uh, damage uh,
1: from childhood, from parenthood?
2: Bankruptcy at four things separate visionaries from humans. Bankruptcy or potential bankruptcy. Two, depression. Three, anxiety at highest level. And four, trauma as a
1: child or young adult. Because uh, from what I know of what I've read of Malcolm and, and Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos and Malcolm seem to have had parents that really love them
2: well they had the others then yeah i, I haven't met i mean the um in the, since okay since covid started i've talked to maybe four people that are less than three of those four things when i first started first company the global pr firm i was still talking to consultants and small business owners and uh employees humans or whatever and they were usually one and two if not zero of those four things now it's basically all threes and fours, Hmm. not the silver spoons. That's a different discussion, different discussion.
1: Okay, uh, moving to uh, Epic Business, Secret Sauce.
2: Well, first, I'm very grateful that Chris Voss who wrote Never Split the Difference wrote the forward. Um, Very grateful for that. Uh, Never Split the Difference is one of the top business books, life books in the last 20 years. I mean, he's a great guy. I'm very thankful he did the forward. that book essentially is about how to build a global company with zero business background. Like, I still don't know what an S corp is. Uh, I didn't know you had to pay taxes four times a year. Like, I don't. That's that's not why you get into journalism for that stuff. But um, the number one thing of well, there are two things from that book. One, when you start a business, it takes two two full years to figure things out. It's not a one hit wonder. It's not a six months or a year. It's two full years, and then two. Uh what folks who have read it, um what folks who have read it have says the most important thing is only partner with uh people who look at things as investments, not costs. So if someone asks me what do you cost or charge, I just stop talking to them because they're not a visionary. They're they're a preventer. And if you're a preventer, you can't be a visionary. If you're an excuse maker, you can't be a visionary.
1: You said a lot of times on this show um that you either are a visionary or are not, and it's it goes a little bit against what my beliefs were before this show and I'm going to certainly analyze what you That's cuz you're an empath includer. Okay. Okay. Um thank you. The, you know there's uh there's a lot of people that have done very well in business and they'll say my first 10 years was my practice years. Like they they had to actually practice and learn and then Malcolm Gladwell says it's 10,000 hours to really- Right.
2: but the visionary will never stop. That's the point.
1: Exactly, and so thus they will hit a tipping point or success. Thank you. Right, okay.
2: most people will stop. That's the point.
1: It is. It is amazing, and almost everyone that can continues- not
2: amazing. It's logical. They don't have the IQ or EQ to do it.
1: Yes, you are right. <laughs> we agree. I I do agree. I agree a hundred percent. Great. Um, so help help me because this is the beginning of the year. I am doing some very very uh, uncomfortable things with my business. Um, I'm moving, I'm moving into, I've never done Facebook ads, for instance. And, uh, I've just, I'll never
2: do, I'll never do those.
1: You know, I, I, I would never would do them. Except I don't to,
2: do anything outbound.
1: I haven't done anything outbound in years, nothing. I am an experimenter, I guess. And I just want to see that this guy who does so much good for scaling businesses with ads. I just want to see what it does. I guess that's my right. curiosity. Um, what, is, what are your biggest challenges right now? None. Yeah. So
2: I only ask myself two questions every day that matter. So business owners care about revenue, employee account, office space. They're trying to change their world there. Visionary, visionary. They care about purpose, connectivity, spending time with loved ones. They're trying to change the world. And there are only two questions I ask myself every day that matter. One, did I have a good experience that day with my family? Yes. Two, did network grow on a global level? Yes. I found all this other stuff takes care of itself. Yeah. I've
1: I i uh, I've heard this quote before, but you know, when you hear something, it's not the right time for you. You don't really, really hear it. So I read I read a quote by Gandhi probably around July of last year. And for the very first time I heard this particular quote resonate with me to the point that it makes sense what you just said. And the quote is, happiness is when what you think and what you say and what you do are in harmony. Right. And what I've noticed about your tonality and just the study of how you communicate is that you have massive comfort in your understanding of how the world works for you and how you work with the world. Correct. So uh, bravo to you. The Thank uh, you. The benefit
2: of not having ADD.
1: <laughs> so the, the, Full two years. Uh, I think a lot of people know that eighty percent of businesses fail and flail, and that is the problem: is that they're not taking that. That's the
2: a- problem. They're not vision. They're not they're not supposed to succeed. They don't have the coping skills.
1: Hundred percent correct. So, for the audience, humans, okay, that uh, are listening to us, I'm
2: not talking to the humans. I'm talking to the visionaries in the audience. I can't well, say anything to the humans.
1: You are right, um, but since I do have humans listening to this show. Okay, Okay. so I want to just say this, because this is kind of an interesting piece here, is that what Justin is sharing that is a a, a truth that I agree with, is that unless you have someone that is seeing the vision and is willing to go the distance, you are inevitably going to probably fail because you don't.
2: I don't believe in failure.
1: Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So you just made the point. So we're going to go to rapid fire as I promised, okay. Are you ready for this? All right. A book that changed your life.
2: Man, Search for Meaning, Viktor Frankl. That's
1: number one. Number one. Uh, because you are so well read, would you mind giving uh, one or two more?
2: Outwitting the Devil, Napoleon Hill. Most people know him for thinking real rich, which is fine. Outwitting the Devil for a visionary, a hundred times. hundred times better. Uh, um, escape artists. Uh, those are the two first two Jews that escaped Auschwitz. Incredible. Incredible read. Mastery by Robert Green. Uh that's a great book about visionaries.
1: I have a book I want to send you as not not only as a gift and a thank you, but I, I would love um I'd love to have a conversation with you of fifty books visionary should read. I have uh several Oh books. here.
2: I did here. here. Get it? I already got that. Here.
1: Wow. So uh I, I have a series called the Fifty Book Challenge. Oh. so you so you have the uh you have the uh the you to- i don't
2: know if it's 50 let me because i so, always ask people i, I don't know I'll, I'll put it in here if i can find it
1: okay so you're going to put it in the the chat right
2: in the chat yeah
1: okay awesome and uh there since you. i'm a publisher and i i believe everything you've shared is very beneficial to not just visionaries uh but those other people that you refer to as <laughs> humans um i i would love to uh, talk to you about
2: no oh, it's too long i can't send it
1: really <laughs> okay well um you can say, you can email it if that's fine.
2: Mm.
1: Whatever you want to do, I'm gonna put my email in here. There. Okay. There. That's that. Okay. So, um, are you a movie person?
2: Um. So normally no, but the uh, I just watched um, Maestro. That for a visionary, holy crap! That's one of yeah. the best. Have you seen that?
1: No, it's on my list to watch. Oh. I know. Right. I just sent this this list to you via Facebook message. Thank you.
2: Um, It's it's uh it's about um, Leonard Bernstein the composer that guy had to be a ten quick start oh he had he had to be um and Bradley Cooper how if he doesn't win an Oscar for that I'm not usually one of those like oh he's got to win an Oscar but like that movie transcended movies that was like that transcended art that was something different that wasn't even a movie that was like the ultimate visionary ups and downs it was just incredible I mean okay. I didn't even answer your question, but yes, I, I do watch movies sometimes. Oh, yeah. then Maestro. The answer is Maestro. <laughs> yeah, the answer is
1: Maestro. But the the thing that uh, was not perplexing but caught my ear was you said I don't normally watch movies, but I just watched this movie, and so yeah. you seem like the kind of person that if a movie was like Maestro, that you'd watch a movie a week.
2: Well, there's nothing there. That movie I've never seen a movie like. I mean that that is that's something. How that, about
1: Shine. I don't think I've seen Shine. Shine's about a. a off the charts, a uh, brilliant pianist. Um, he he had a breakdown because he did the, the Rock 13, which is supposed to be with 11 fingers, and he actually attempted to do it. Um, <laughs> it, it was written as almost an impossibility for a human to play. Sounds so, like a terrible life. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I would recommend checking it out <laughs> since um, I, I, I love movies a lot. So uh, yeah. let's see, what's a quote you live by? Many.
2: Many. Um... Uh, my my dad's is my favorite. The cream rises to the top. That's chapter one of Epic Life.
1: And so uh, first quote in Epic hap, uh, Business? Do you recall? There weren't as many quotes in that one. Okay, then you can give me a second favorite quote. Se-
2: second favorite book or second favorite quote?
1: Quote. Quote. You said you have many. That's the only reason I'm giving you a uh, So,
2: um... Well, there's a one, and then there's a million after that. Um, oh, okay, this is a good one. This one from my friend uh, this is from my friend great visionary Bill Bloom. When you write big checks, big things happen to your brain. That'll be a chapter in whenever I write a third book. Well, wow, that's when you awesome write big checks, big things happen to your brain.
1: I've heard uh, the essence of that. Not that quote, though. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Love that's it. Good, good one. Good one. Yeah. Okay, and I think I I kind of asked you this, but I, I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna just hit it as a rapid fire. Who who's someone that you want to meet you haven't met? Because before I asked it more as a visionary, so that, this I'm asking as a as anybody you want to meet. I think you have potentially had a uh, internet or I have an internet issue. So, are you back? Justin, all right. So in case Justin doesn't come back, we're gonna put his information for his book, Epic Life and Epic Business. I have so many things to do after this show. I'm going to uh, take the Colby.com test. I'm gonna take uh, uh, IamDriven.com test and we'll see if uh, he's going, I think he's back. Hey, Justin.
0: There you are. I, I, I,
1: yes, but you didn't lose me from a, as a friend. I'm now uh, someone who wants to be your friend. So oh, great um and i and i took advantage of the time that you were reconnecting to let everyone know that epic life and epic business are on amazon and that you should uh, buy them whether they're human or not how about that is it okay
2: i don't think humans should buy them
1: i know you don't i know you don't
2: no, um, they're not they're not I, I no i mean you can i don't i mean i will say if you're married to um one of our brepic network members she's a visionary but she's she spent her has spent her whole life um working on a course about people who are married to visionaries even though she's a, so it's spouses married to visionaries so if you're a spouse married to a visionary then yes i would i would buy it but if there's no visionary connectivity in your life do not there's no reason to buy it
1: well um, justin you are um certainly a breath of fresh air for the intellectual you have opened my mind up i have uh, I couldn't ask for a better gift for the beginning of the year to meet somebody that could tell me that he knows how to connect visionaries and the books I will read, the test I will take, and the growth I will experience as a result of it. So I hope I can give you the same value back and that you push me to do so. Uh, this is Ken Roshan on Amplified. You've enjoyed an hour with Justin Breen. I highly recommend for the visionaries that you buy Epic Hope, uh, Epic Life, which will give you more hope, and Epic <laughs> Business. <laughs> and and for you humans um if go ahead and connect with a visionary i think uh i think they would love to know you know more people even though justin does not want to know more people no,
2: that are don't, gonna... don't, i'm not going to talk no
1: <laughs> but um humans are are the wonderful people that buy what visionaries create for the world so i will just Correct. say <laughs> <laughs> justin you're awesome uh, thank, thank, you, for, doing thank, thank you for spending an hour with me and and uh i am gonna give gratitude and thanks uh to the for the rest of the day that i have not been classified a human because i couldn't even talk to oh, you you're not a human no, <laughs> not even close you married one thank god all right well w- this is uh ken and amplified stay amplified meet a visionary hug a visionary because they make the world go around a lot faster and a lot better see you next week
0: We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now go get your message heard.